This episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast is brought to you by Shiny Side Up, which we almost got away with it, is back in person for 2023. We haven't had in-person events since 2020, and we had a full schedule of talk series and bike fest events. Unfortunately, we've had to make some slight changes. So things kicked off on Friday the 10th of February in Invercargill, uh, moved to, to Queenstown for the 14th, uh, moved to Nelson for the 16th of February. Things were heading to Napier for the 22nd of February and Gisborne for the 23rd. Unfortunately, due to the the uh, the tragic events that have gone on there with all the flooding, those two locations, we've had to cancel them. It's also not safe and more of a tax on resources for us to send people to those regions. So Napier and Gisborne have been cancelled. Whanganui on the 1st of March is happening. Rotorua on the 2nd of March is happening. And Auckland on the 4th of March is happening. Also this year, we were to have two bike fest events. Kapiti on the 26th of February, that is happening. And Whangarei on the 5th of March. Unfortunately, Whangarei has also been affected by uh, the cyclone that went through, the flooding and, and, you know, dramas therein. And so the Whangarei Bike Fest event has been wound back to be a talk fest or talk series event. Uh, We're going to have, it's going to be a four hour event. We're going to have everyone there. uh, And it is going to be a a lot of fun. There's going to be so much information that you're going to be able to pick up, ask questions, uh, dive into topics deep, uh, but we're not going to have a full bike fest event. For more information, you can go to motonz.com, you can go to social media, hit up Kiwi Rider Podcast, or you can go to shinysideup.co.nz. Right, on with the show. Welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name is Ray here on a special episode as we gear up to the big one, Bike Fest, Shiny Side Up Bike Fest, this Sunday, if you're listening to it on the day that this episode comes out. Uh, it's this Sunday, the 26th of February. It is the one and only Bike Fest, uh, but it is the first in-person Bike Fest that we've had since 2020. Uh, this episode, it's a very special episode. We're going to be, uh, I'm going to replay an interview that I did with Dr. Chris Hurran from Deakin University, one of the, the main men behind motocap.co.nz, motocap.com.au. They're the people that test the gear we wear. Uh, This is an interview I did with Dr. Chris uh, way back in 2020 to celebrate uh, Motorcycle Awareness Month. So we're going to replay that episode, we're going to replay that interview, and um, I'll be back with you shortly with more information about Shiny Side Up Bike Fest Carpety 2023. Roll the tape. We are talking gear. Dr. Chris Haran from Deakin University, also Motocap. Uh, you guys, you test a whole lot of riding gear and kind of work out what's what's good and what's not, right? Yes, Ray. Um, so, yeah, we uh, buy gear from stores in Australia and New Zealand. We bring it back into the lab here where I am today and we cut it up and test it. And the whole aim of it is is to give riders information on, on what they're buying. And the beautiful part is because it, it's the stuff that you get from the stores, it hasn't been tricked up. Manufacturers haven't changed it in any way to make it perform better. So the results we put up on the website are exactly the same as the clothing that you're buying when you when you go into a store and ride. 
Now, I'm told wearing the right gear can reduce your chances of injury or serious injury by as much as 30%. Uh, what kind of gear do we need to be wearing? I mean, is jeans and a jacket okay or is leather better than textile? What's the story? So any gear is better than no gear. So when you go out on a motorbike, making sure that you've got all your skin covered with protective gear is a really, really good start. And then it's a matter of the best way I can recommend is to go onto the MotoCap website because some garments are better than others. There are good garments in textiles, leather and denim, uh, and there's bad garments in textile, leather and denim. So the only way to tell is really to go to MotoCap and see how it tests. I know I do whenever I buy a new garment and uh, I bought a new jacket the other day and, and definitely consulted MotoCap before I went and purchased one. Okay. Are there any um, kind of basic rules when it comes to gear? Like if I'm just uh, riding around town, for example, uh, would I get different gear than if I was a, a road tripper or a tourer? So if you're in an urban environment uh, around town, there's going to be a lot of asphalt and on-road testing that we've done both in New Zealand and we've just done some really extensive stuff here in, in Victoria and Australia has shown that asphalt is about four to four and a half times less abrasive than chip seal. So if you're just riding around in an urban environment doing 50, 60 kilometres an hour, then two stars or better is more than enough when you're looking at motocap. So you want to have jackets, pants and gloves. You want to have impact protectors in the knees, hips, elbows and shoulders but two-star gear is, is, is good. If you get out on the open road, it becomes a different story. Now, you mentioned motocap.com.au, motocap.co.nz. Uh, it has a, a whole lot of information about different gear that you have tested. How do you test that gear? How do, how do I know what you're putting out there is, you know, is, is legit? So we're looking at the three main protection areas that you have when you crash a motorcycle. Uh, number one is abrasion. Everyone knows about abrasion. Everyone knows about skin rash and, and the, the, the dreaded scrubbing brush to scrub the rock out of the wound and everything like that. So for abrasion, we're measuring how long it takes to form a hole wearing through the fabric. And we use a dirty great big belt sander. And I'm just going to hopefully move around a little bit and keep you being able to hear what I'm saying. This is our belt sander for doing that. And... Uh, our test sample fits on the test head just here. It swings around. Now that belt's doing 28 kilometers an hour and we're able to measure exactly how long it takes to form a hole through the fabric. And we've found that um, it's pretty much identical to the test results you get from chip seal. So if it lasts four seconds on our abrasion tester, it's going to last for four seconds on chip seal and that's going to get you at 28 kilometres an hour or eight metres a second, that's going to get you a 32 metre slide for your four seconds. If you're on asphalt, of course, you can multiply that by four. So you're going you're gonna to well and truly be stopped before you're going to wear through your clothing on asphalt. So we're, we're definitely seeing a big difference between the two of those. What if it's a hot day, middle of summer, and, uh, you know, I... I I don't want to wear my gloves or I don't want to wear my, my pants. What, what, what do you say to those kind of people? Well, we look at it that there is gear out there that is thermally comfortable in a hot day. I rode in today. Um, it was beautiful sunny weather and then it was pouring rain on me and then beautiful sunny weather at the other end. Uh, typical 
Melbourne day. Uh, but you can buy denim jeans that are just as comfortable as normal denim jeans for wearing on a hot day. You can get vented gloves uh, with mesh in them that, that enables airflow through the gloves so that you can be thermally comfortable. And that's where our, our thermal comfort tester comes in. This, this big box that we have here has a artificial skin inside of it. And this is the same test machine that they use for, for style a test machine that they use for testing sports clothing for Nike and, and Adidas and places like that. And we measure how much heat can go through the fabric and those results become the breathability results that we present in Motocap. So you can get gear that has high breathability. We're looking at a three-star or a four-star garment is, is going to be quite comfortable to wear on a hot day, uh, five-star even better. So you can get gear. And as I said at the start of this, any gear is better than no gear. So even if you have a, a two-star glove that, that is vented that you're wearing on a, on a hot day, that's better than wearing no glove at all. So I guess if it's too hot for the gear, it's too hot to ride, right? Well, <laughs> I ride in 40 degrees Celsius days. So, and I, I ride in my normal leather jacket, my denim pants and my gloves. Um, I've got a vented pair of gloves, but my jacket has zips in it that I can open up to get the airflow through. Um, us Australians, we're sort of a bit used to really hot weather and, and it does get hot. Um, so it's getting the right gear to wear in the right occasion. And there's definitely a, a massive range of vented gear out there now, whether it's zippered vented or whether it is actual mesh gear. So that's quite a good thing. Now, going on to what we do with testing, uh, we also test, so we do abrasion. The next most critical thing that we measure is impact. And if we look at it, every crash that we have, um, we're going to hit the ground with a part of our body. And we, everyone knows about armour, and I'm looking around, there's boxes and boxes of armour around me, but not one that I can grab. Um, armour in the elbows and shoulders, um, knees and hips are really, really critical because these are the first bits we hit when we hit the ground. And these are the bits that um, are really hard to fix. You imagine it, if you go in for shoulder surgery, you're not going to be back and doing stuff within a day or so. It's going to be several weeks that you're going to be out. So having armour there is really critical. Same with the hands. We want to be looking for armour for the back of the knuckles and armour for our palm if we can because these things are pretty important. We use them for eating and wiping our nose and other things that we have to, to wipe. And once again, they're, they're pretty critical and they take a while to recover from. So we have an impact testing device um, if I swivel around, has a, an impact test head on it. And this enables us to measure how much force is going through that armour and how much is going to be absorbed and not transmitted into your body. And so, once again, this is an critical part of Motocap, but the armour plays a double piece. Not only does it absorb energy, but it's in the spots where, in most cases, where we're going to slide a fair bit, so if you've got armour there, you're actually going to get abrasion protection from it as well because it's going to take forever to wear through that armour, either on chip seal or asphalt. You're going to stop sliding before you wear through it, so it gives extra protection. Brilliant. Uh, so I guess coming back to uh, it being spring, we're getting out on that bike potentially for the first time this season. Um, a good idea is to check all our current gear for nicks, scrapes, uh, holes and that sort of thing. Definitely. Uh, look for, for any sorts of marks, seams, 
Seams are really, really critical. Uh, these are the spots where we're going to fail first uh, when we hit the ground in older gear. Uh, the seams tend to, to go first. Discoloration. So if you've got that favourite textile jacket that you've had for the last 20 years and it's really starting to, to no longer look like the jacket that you bought, uh, that's a clear indicator that it's probably starting to age and get to a point where you really need a new garment. When you're looking at garments, uh, if you've bought denim pants, they're another item that, if you're wearing them a lot, need to be replaced reasonably regularly. If we look at our normal denim jeans, we all know they all go in the knees. And the reason they go in the knees is the cotton, when it flexes, it has flex fatigue and sooner or later it will break. The same happens in our protective denim jeans. And you might say to me, oh, it's okay, the Kevlar underneath is still okay. But um, the, should have muted that phone before I started. Um, you might say that the, the, the Kevlar under, or, or the, the Vectran or whatever underneath is still okay but it's not. Um, it needs the denim on the outside to give it the protection when you first hit the ground. The, the two work in synergy. So if your denim jeans are, are torn or nicked or, or starting to look old and, and, and worn out, you need to get rid of them as well because the denim won't be up to, to protecting that Kevlar in the slide uh, and you really need it to protect it in that first hit with the ground. Brilliant. Thank you very much for that. And also that extends to the helmet as well, doesn't it? I mean, most, I think a good rule of thumb is about five years for a helmet, even if you don't wear it all that often. But uh, most manufacturers will give an, an indication of how long a helmet will last. Yeah, and it, it, if we look at helmets, it's like our impact protectors, helmets and impact protectors go together. They squash over time. Uh, we all know we put our helmet on for the very first time, you can barely get on your head. And then after five years, it's like, like putting on an old shoe, it, it fits on quite nicely. But the, the reason this is, is the foam compressors. And it's the same with impact protectors in your elbows. If you think about it, you're pressing your elbow onto that impact protector or onto that armour all of the time, it squashes and it gets less effective over time. So we should replace them. I was actually listening to another vlogger and uh, he was talking about helmets and he was saying, what's better? Are you better to buy a slightly less expensive helmet and replace it two or three times in, in a, replace it every two years or buy that really expensive helmet and keep it for five years. Um, it's, a, it's a good question because it, that cheaper helmet is going to be always at its optimum where the older helmet's gonna be beautiful at the start and get less optimum the longer we have it. So it, it's horses and courses. And the other thing is if we're a, a fair weather rider or we're out, you know, every sunny day during summer, that UV is going to be damaging not just the helmet, the shell of the helmet, but uh, the uh, the cotton and the seams of your jacket and everything like that as well. Yeah, and, and one of the things we're going to be doing over the next 12 months uh, is we're going to be testing gear that we're handing out to a number of riders. Uh, that are doing large kilometres and we're going to be bringing that gear back over time and testing it to see how it performs in the laboratory. Uh, we, it'll be motor cap rated gear so we'll know what its seam strengths are, we'll know what its, its fabric abrasion resistance are, we'll know what its impact protectors are performing like and we'll be able to see after 10,000 k's, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 and so forth how the gear performs when it comes back. And this will be able to help answer that question a lot better when should we replace gear? Dr. Chris Horan, Deakin University, Motocap. What are those websites again, please? 
So motocap.co.nz or motocap.com.au. Think of Moto as in MotoGP and Cap as in what you put on your head. And if you can't remember the website, just Google it and it will come up. Brilliant. Thanks very much for uh, for joining us for this uh, for this chat. More than happy to, Ray, and, and, and really missing riding in New Zealand. So I'm hoping that the borders will come down at some stage because your roads are God's roads compared to Australian roads. Dr. Chris Horan from Deakin University, the man behind Motocamp, the people that test the gear we wear. He has um, he's always been up for a yarn and he will be at all of the talk series events and the bike fest in Kapiti uh, for Shiny Side Up. So if you want to know more information, you can go to shinysideup.co.nz. Thank you so much for listening to this very special episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday for a standard episode, but before we get there tomorrow, oh, we're going right back to the last live event we had. I'm going to replay the episode recorded live at Shiny Side Up Bike Fest 2020 to try and fizz you up. And we'll see you this Sunday. This is Kiwi Rider Podcast. Thanks for listening. This episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast was brought to you by Shiny Side Up. Uh, things have changed just slightly this year for 2023. We were hoping to bring you two bike fest events across the country and uh, six talk series events. Due to the flooding in um, Northland, uh, Gisborne and Napier, we've had to cancel two events. Napier and Gisborne have been cancelled, but you can still catch the talk series Convoy as they make their way up the country. Uh, 1st of March in Whanganui. Uh, Rotorua, 2nd of March, and Auckland on the 4th of March. Then, of course, we've got, uh, we were going to have two bike fest events, uh, 26th of February in Kapiti, but the 5th of March in Whangarei has been wound back to a four-hour talk series event, unfortunately. More information at motonz.com and shinysideup.co.nz. And thank you very much, Shiny Side Up, for sponsoring this episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast.